Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Define You Radio classes in session. If you guys notice, I did not have the intro play this time. Okay, you know it's a it's a battle with me in the intro. So I'm what y'all got right now. <laughs> Define You Radio is where you get the life lesson strategies and more to teach you how to define life on your own terms. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Souls, Valencia Griffin Wallace, and of course, I am joined with my hot seat queens, Lavon and Shannon. If y'all want to say hey to the audience, good evening, Hello, audience. <laughs> Y'all so cute, but (laughs) tonight is not Hot Seat Tuesday, y'all know. Normally, we have Hot Seat Tuesday. It's not Hot Seat Tuesday. It is Wow Wednesday, and we are joined by Miss Tony Simmons Henson, the co-founder and producing director of the ABTF Atlanta Black Theater Festival. If you didn't know, now you know. That's why it's Wild Wednesday. This woman is phenomenal. I can't wait to get into her story and hear more about the festival. So before we kick off the show, make sure you are following the Define You Radio's Facebook page to keep up with shows and more because you never know who will be on next or when the queens are on vacation. I'm trying to help you guys out, okay? And... um. I want to let y'all know that I'm working on my attitude right now because I am a little angry because I'm cutting my card. That's probably Shannon laughing. And if you are connected with Shannon, you know she is the carb police. She is the fitness guru. I can't even pronounce it right. The word's just disgusting. But um, I have to stop playing with these extra pounds because the Atlanta Black Theater Festival is happening in October, and I will be there, and I refuse to bring Krispy Kreme with me. I'm going to leave that alone. We're going to go ahead and bring Miss Tony on. Miss Tony, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you. Great. I'm so happy to be here. How, how do you feel about about my carb issue going on right now? Can you lend some words of support? Oh my God! Well, stay encouraged and think about how beautiful those pictures are going to look when you're posing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but See. I got a few Krispy Kremes myself, so I'm with you. <laughs> I just need to know: oh. is there a Krispy Kreme close? by where the festival is happening so I could leave the festival and just go straight there. I just need to know. No, no, there is no Krispy Kreme near the Porter Sanford. And that's oh, a beautiful thing. Look at God. Okay. Okay. Shannon will be far away from me. I'm a, we, those pictures won't, will not be posted. Okay, Miss Tony, we're not going to post those pictures of me eating those. Okay. <laughs> so tell, tell us about the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the festival started in 2012, and um, I'm going to start with my story, but it, it has grown to be known as the Festival of 40 Plays in Four Days. It really literally is a marathon 
of theater. You can OD on theater, and it's just one good dynamic show after the other. Uh, and the only thing that you're gonna be you're gonna be mad about is that you don't have the energy to see yet another play because we start early in the morning at 10 a.m. and we run until midnight, sometimes until one in the morning. And um, if you are a theater addict, you can definitely come and OD. But just to tell you about my story, it started um, in 20, 2010. I call myself a serial entrepreneur. I've, I've owned many businesses, franchises, um, I've always, always had an uh, entrepreneurial spirit, and um, the last business that I owned, it was like the franchise was making more money than I was, and then the bottom dropped out of it. I lost um, over $100,000 in investments, and, um, and then the recession hit, 2008, 2009, 2010. Y'all remember that? And... Um, <laughs> We, uh, as a family, I have four children. I've been married for 29 years. We, as a family, we hit rock bottom as well and went through some really, really tough times. And um, I ended up declaring bankruptcy. And I, and I say that because I was encouraged to declare bankruptcy because I was sued by the franchise company, the franchisor. And they sued me for a half a million dollars, and they knew that they were trying – I knew that they were trying to destroy me. And I'll spare you the details of that, but I, I knew it was the enemy. I don't know about you folks who believe in spiritual warfare, but I knew it was the enemy trying to push me out into a different space and place. And I, but I couldn't understand why because I always considered myself to be a listener um, but I guess I just had to go through, and sometimes we don't know why we just go through. So um, deep in depression, broke, busted, disgusted, uh, 2010 came, um, 2011 came, couldn't even find a job working at Walmart. Uh, uh, and, I have, and, I, and, and there's nothing wrong with Walmart. It's honest living, honest work, but um, that's where it was. And, um, and I've been blessed. I have a, a, a degree in business. I have a master's degree from NYU undergrad from Howard, and I could not get a job doing anything. Uh, my husband was working in New Jersey. He couldn't find a job in Atlanta. We had, we had, we had decided we were going to move to Atlanta. So anyway, fast forward one night about uh, on a really hot August night, I heard four words, Atlanta Black Theater Festival. And mm. I had done theater producing um, part-time, not too much, um, pretty much as a hobby. I had an acting academy when I was in New Jersey because I'm originally from New Jersey, Uh, ran that. It was very successful. My gift is sales and marketing, so it was very successful. Won some awards, got some accolades and some major magazines like Entrepreneur Magazine. And, And I was like, Atlanta Black Theater Festival? It was so intuitive, I thought it already existed. Now, mind you, I had just moved to Atlanta in 2007, so I'd only been here for five years. And and three of those five years, I was in a sunken place. So I didn't know, um, and I thought, it, I thought it existed. So I got up, and, I, and when I tell you, it was about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I started Googling, doing research, and I realized that it did not exist. And, um, and I knew that that was God's. 
God calling me to to start and create a platform. So at the same time, my sister, um, who had moved here as well, uh, had a had had a job with the state. She got laid off, and when she got laid off, she was in a, in dire straits as well. So we were like, okay, let, let's just do this. Let's pool our resources. You move in. We had a we had a, um, a two story, three story home, and she could move. She moved in the lower level, which was like an apartment in of itself. And um, we said, you move in. We pool our resources, and you save money. You contribute to our household because we we're we're you know we're we're dying over here. Um, and and she was like. Sure, and it just so happened that she had worked with the National Council of Negro Women in the 1990s when they used to do the Black Family Reunions, which were festivals mm. that went from city to city. So she brought those skill sets. I brought the business skill sets. So we sat down, and um, we worked from December of 2012. Uh, I had already started, but we she moved in with us in December and October 20, I'm sorry, 2011, in October 2012, we launched the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. And it was over 2,500 people in attendance right out the gate. And we did wow. 40 plays in four days. Wow. I don't, re- I don't even know uh, what to say or, or where to start because that is like, number one, thank you for being so honest and transparent because, you know, you did talk about your bankruptcy and going into that mm-hmm. sunken place. And we've done shows about that. You know, people mm-hmm. don't want to talk about the ugly side. We just want you to see us like, yay, everything's great in life. So when people get in the sunken place or go through, you know, some serious times, people feel alone. They don't want to talk about it. But I know, Queen Shannon had a question, so I'm going to go ahead and turn the mic over to her. Queen Shannon, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So, Ms. Tony M., and like Valencia said, I definitely applaud you for transparency. I'm huge on that. Um, now, me and Valencia kind of made a joke out of it. Um, well, not out of it, but from my aspect, having lost everything, um, and, and I've read your story, um, you know, and then some things also happened with, the theater, even as you after you got started, mm-hmm. I I know for me, um, every every dollar needs to be in its place when I'm calculating everything. Mm-hmm. So having lost that stuff and having gone through what you've gone through with the theater, what what was the thing that kept you pushing? What kept you in the mindset that okay, I'm not gonna give up on this theater. I'm gonna keep going. What what was that one thing? Well, that's funny that you asked because at that point in time we were we were we knew we were on to something. We knew we had struck a pulse and um and I kept I kept hearing these these words, we must tell our stories. We must tell our stories. Mm-hmm. And in February of twenty twelve, that's when Trayvon Martin got shot and killed. Mm-hmm. He was I call it assassinated. And at that point in time, something stirred in, in me because I had a son the same age as Trayvon who also played football. And I remember that famous picture of him. And, I, and, and, and like every black mother or, or person in this country yeah. who has a pulse, 
that struck to us. That was like, uh, to me, that was like the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King. I don't think that there right. had been that type of vibration throughout the community, um, even though there were several incidents and in, in unjustifiable killings since. But I think it was just something about this Trayvon Martin uh, that just changed who I was. And what it did was it gave me a why. And I think whenever you do something, it, you got it. And I said, we have to tell our stories. And I've never been apologetic about, you know, who I am. And, you know, I'm always, I've always been proud. I raised my children to be proud of um, Afrocentric, you know, all the way, you know, from natural hair to, to whatever. But um, the, the thing that was important to me was not about proving to other people that we are valid human beings that need to be respected. It was about proving to ourselves, to the community, uh, that we were valid. We needed to tell ourselves, because, you know, there's a saying that goes, get your love from home. And what I wanted Uh, to do is I was compelled at that point to create an environment where people can come and hear their stories and yet feel loved feel validated, be called queen. And, and I remember back in when I was growing up, everybody used to call each other brothers and sisters. And I wanted to bring that. I wanted to create an atmosphere where people would walk in the door and be acknowledged and look eye to eye. And I wanted them to feel good about themselves. And to me, that was the antidote to getting through that time. So with the storytelling, because stories make you human. With the storytelling oh, yeah. and the choices and the selections um, that we had that were, it was just, it just fell into place. I can't even take the credit. That's why I talk about where I came from, from bankruptcy and not having nothing, because you, you know, it, stuff like this is only from God. It's only yeah. as a result of listening to and responding to a call because there's no way in the world 300 artists the first year me and my sister are you kidding are you kidding (laughs) 300 artists three stages tech crew all of that uh nothing but god but but that's i hope that answers your question yes absolutely Uh, i'm i'm almost speechless and y'all and y'all know that don't happen that does not happen (laughs) <laughs> she she she's not lying, Miss Tony. She is not <laughs> lying. She is not lying. But I I love everything you just said. Um, and I remember, you know, when Trayvon Martin died. And if you like, you said anybody, any, especially you know, a black woman with a pulse and with a son or males in your life, like that became them. It it made you a little bit more protective. It made you have those talks you didn't want to talk about because you didn't Mm -hmm. think they were old enough. And you Mm -hmm. it it kind of forced us into a position of fight or flight. You know? And I Mm -hmm. when when you say that and I think about ABTF, that that was your that was your okay, I'm not gonna run from this. Um this is my fight. This is how we're gonna fight Mm -hmm. this. If you know, so I do Love that and wanted to say that. Now, the first year, I know, like, you had a lot of people come out and everything else. And some people would look at that as, like, wow, that was so successful. But 
then you didn't make the money you thought you were going to make or, you know, what mm-hmm. happened after that, that first year? Like, because you had to be riding high when you saw all the people that come that came to the festival, but then what happened? Sure. The bills came. <laughs> and uh, we were we were um we were in a spot where um and I have to be careful about the way I say it because I feel I felt yes. as though some concessions should have been given but they weren't um to some of the vendors but um but the bills came and the last people to get paid were the artists. And right. I said to myself, I said, you know what, I can't I can't not pay the artist. That's that's crazy. Uh, to me, uh-huh. you know, those are the ones who, you know, you know how we do. Some of them didn't pay their mortgage or their rent uh-huh. to be there. Uh-huh. You know, they packed up. We had, you know, people from 18 states um, that came into Atlanta. Some of them, you know, had their church congregation frying fish to get to get the, uh-huh. the theater, you know, to the, the the people to Atlanta. So it was it was. Uh, wow critical that they had to be paid and you know quite honestly my sister who was unemployed and I couldn't take any more out of the household because I had already um took us to the bare bones um negative so my mother said um you know what I'm going to loan you this money because I see your vision and she loaned Mm -hmm. us fifteen thousand dollars so we could pay the artist so um I thank God for her because um, she saw our heart and she saw our need and, and she saw the risk because, you know, who who does this? Who wakes up oh, and says, oh. the Atlanta Black Theater Festival and then in the first year loses $15,000 and looking around saying, you know, I got to borrow. It, 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 after after bankruptcy, after a failed business, I mean, who who says I'm going to loan it? Again, nothing but God. Um so when she loaned the money, I, I said, well, you know what I'm going to do? I, I'm going to um, – Uber had just started. And and, and um, when I tell you Uber was a lifesaver, because that's when Uber was paying a whole lot of money, and I could, I could drive Uber. <laughs> Y'all laugh, but it's the truth. I could drive Uber. And it's funny because when people get in the car, Uber, everybody asking, yeah, what do you do? I was like – well, <laughs> again, it was humble, humble pie, you know, because when I, when I, I would have never thought, you know, really, honestly, I would have never thought 30 years after um, or 20, 25 years after graduating from Howard University and NYU that I would be driving Uber. But, you know, humble pie again. Um, and I took my, I took my lick because at the end of the day, I could, I had to pay these people and I had to pay my mother back. And I was making about a thousand dollars a month driving Uber. And, um, I was able to pay my mother back, um, in, in, in about, it took me about a year and a half, but I, I, I was able to pay her back. I, I love and I respect that so much because, People not a lot of people will have like I have a vision and I'm gonna do this and God showed me the mountain but when it's time to climb the mountain we don't want to put on you know I don't have no shoes but you got that raggedy pair of shoes in your closet that'll get you mm-hmm. up there you know and I and I love that like you said humble pie people want they want the the Oprah effect they want the Oprah Oprah gonna call me. 
So I'm not going to do nothing in between now and then. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've said this. Okay, confession moment. I have said this, okay? But <laughs> that's not reality. You have to do that grunt work, and I respect you, like, so much more. I already respected you and everything from before, but, like, just I respect you so much more just hearing these things, and I know the audience can relate to having that vision that you really got to work for. Mm-hmm. So thank That's you for sharing that. Um, Queen LaVon, I know you have some, some questions, so if you want to go ahead. Yes, I do. I have a, um, a question, Miss Tony, because I have, you know, been a part of plays and, you know, actually directed some plays, so I know the amount of work that goes into even a small play or a mm-hmm. skit. To be able to do 40 plays in four days is like a tremendous feat. So during that time, what allowed the actors, the all of the performers, you know, yourself, um, everyone that was a part of making sure the productions um, happen on schedule and according to the time, what kept the momentum going during this time? What kept them pushing and pressing to get to the end? Well, we we put together, um, and, and this is what a lot of people don't know about, because they sh- they show up and they want the play to start on time. They don't know that you know you just this is play number twenty eight, <laughs> and and you know they show you know how we do. We show up with our hands and our hips. You know, yeah, ain't gonna start on time. Guilty. <laughs> and the truth guilty. of it is, I'm, I'm that, guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty too. <laughs> The truth of it is we do start on time, but we put together a system that where we put people in place and we nurture the product the producers um, through emails and, and webinars throughout the year so that people know and understand that it really ain't about you. It's about pop-up theater. So you got to come in, you got to do what you got to do. And then we incentivize them by um, taking money out of their ticket sales if they don't. <laughs> If they don't get out on time, <laughs> so it's, a, it's, it's, it's positive reinforcement. <laughs> That's motivation. So yeah, so you will, yeah, so you will come, and we do start on time. Every single play will start on time, and when I say on time, I mean uh, maybe a ten minute grace. If it's if it's late, it'll be ten minutes, fifteen. We've never had anything more than fifteen minutes late, so. Yeah, it will that's, start on time. That's when you start charging at the 15-minute window? <laughs> no, we start charging at five minutes. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, that there's a, a lot great, of coaching. A there's a lot of training um, that goes into it, a lot of preparation, and, and we try to make people understand and know that that's their, that's their time slot. And if anything more than that, they're infringing on somebody else's paid space. So it's it's really that simple behind the scenes. That that was a great question. Lavon is the uh the thinker yeah, of the show. She brings she brings a calm to Shannon's crazy. Uh Wait, and what? I'm just the mediator. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Shannon well, Shannon we'll dis- discuss this offline, uh off show. I love you though. Um have you ever have you ever had someone like it was their first time doing doing a play and they get ready to to go on uh and I'm talking about one of the playwright producers 
and they get ready to go on, and it's time for the show to start, and they, like, get sick. Like, they can't do it. Like, you know, anxiety kick in. Like, I can't handle this audience. Like, have you ever had that happen? Like, somebody just freak out. Oh, we we did. We had that situation not before the show. It was after the show. Uh, we had a woman in dinner. She just... She just she was just so freaking talented. She laid it all. It was a one woman show. She came from California. She laid it all out on the floor. And then after the show, she didn't have anything else to give, and she just literally collapsed right in the lobby. And oh. um, it was it was it was unbelievable the performance. But um, yeah, so we 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 definitely have had people, and and, and that just gives you an idea of what people bring to the stage and and the and the caliber of work that is being presented during the festival um is it, it's no joke it is astounding it is an astounding theatrical experience outstanding the it is bar none i i'm telling you um, I, I have many, many stories of reactions and how people have just walked away, just moved, and or having laughed or having uh, grown or having been motivated or provoked or it's just it's just a range of emotions, a, ra- a range of emotions. It's just a fun time. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited, and guys. Kings, queens, if y'all are listening live or whether you catch the show, you know, afterwards, like most of y'all do, make sure you go to AtlantaBTF.com and and check it out, see what's going on, and, and, and be there, be in the building because we must tell our stories, we must see our stories. We must be emotional behind our stories. Like, I'm just excited. Like, this, you may have made this carb thing easier for me, okay? I'm just going to say that. <laughs> so I know it's a lot of different things going on. You just mentioned a, a one-woman show. What types of plays and other things are, are going on at the festival? Uh, that's a gr- another great question. Um, there's a little bit of everything. We envelop you with culture and art. Uh, we have um, international vendors where the, we have people that bring in unique wearable art um, from jewelry to handmade bags to handmade dresses, tops. I got a guy bringing handmade sandals. Um, so oh. that is that's one aspect. And I'm not a shopper, but I realize that a lot of people like to shop and they just go crazy um, with, because there's stuff that you won't see or you won't see anywhere else. But at the festival, people come, some people come just to shop. And that's just um, for me, just, just a testament to the quality of the vendors. Uh, we also have what we call acoustic, acoustic accents, which is like pop-up performances. We have a cafe. So, um, you know, when you're around a lot of artists, we've got about 270-something artists coming this year to perform. They have other talents. You know, some of them are poets. Some of them are, are, are um, they might be actors, but they might be singers. So we just kind of let them do their thing. I don't want to call it open mic, but it's kind of like think that open mic feel, but it's called where they get a chance to um, express 
other sides of their talents rather than stage, on stage, acting. And then we have um, we have classes, master classes for people who want to and aspire to be uh, playwrights. A lot of people don't understand or know the process uh, that it takes to develop a play. Um, and what we we walk we walk you through that all the elements of playwriting and we have uh, relationships with some professors and award winning playwrights um, who come in and they'll teach and they'll critique your script. Uh, we have some mock auditions. We got some celebrity. Uh, I have some celebrity friends that use that are character actors, so they're not big name headliners, but they certainly you have certainly have seen them on um, OWN Network, Aspire TV, UP TV, um, and those types of shows. You'll see them um, on, on Have and Have Not, um, all, all those shows. They, they, in Atlanta, they come and, um, and they teach and they share their wisdom in a, in a session called Ask the Experts. Uh, so there's a lot happening that, that we call that creative connections, and we usually have those in the morning, and and um, and then we're having a town hall uh, meeting where we're going to celebrate each other, celebrate theater, and we've got um, a nice chef called Fonda, Chef Fonda, and she's going to be bringing some. Uh, I'm sorry, her name is Fonda. She's the coordinator. Her husband is chef. It's Chef Perry. He's going to be. Um, uh, creating some nice chicken and waffles for, for, for the town hall, doing a town hall talk. So we, it's just community, you know. It's just community coming together. It's community music, musically. You know, we love music, putting us together musically. We love shopping. It's just a lot of loving on each other. And, and, and it's not it's, – it's, it's just – it's to me, it's the most healthy space that I've ever been in in my life because – Everybody, you know, is making eye – it's just that atmosphere. And that's how you know it was born of spirit because it's just that atmosphere of people just connecting and sharing. But theater the theater does that anyway, but um, I think the spin that we're able to put on it with the vision of love and, and, and where it was rooted from, people just come in and they just – I don't want to sound – you know, like it's touchy-feely because, you know, that turns off the men. But men come in, you know, <laughs> giving each other the nod, and they, you know, they impress and they date, so they come in with their fellas. They might pick up a date. It's just all of that, all of that that is community and us. It really, really, really is. And y'all laughing, but it's true. It's true. And we eat. We got chicken wings. We got the best grilled wings on this side of the East Coast or the Southeast. Um and people eat. We got fried fish Friday, you know. So it's just everything that's 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 yeah. Afrocentric and cultural. You'll experience it at the festival. So I've been taking notes on everything <laughs> you just said. So okay, because I'm gonna be there all the days, all of them. I I have to take the master class. Hopefully, I, I have time to do that. I'm gonna get yeah. my carbs on. Shannon, no with chicken and waffles. No, I no waffles. I, 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 I I'm a waffle. I thought when she up. said that. No, when she you said that, I said to myself, Valencia, Valencia, no waffles, none. <laughs> and um, 
I love that, and I think that was probably Shannon that had to laugh when you said uh, get a date because you know I me did. and Lavon are working on 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 hooking Shannon up. So Shannon may have to skip other plans and come to Atlanta so I can find her. Her and you know I know in the Bible it says he who finds a wife, but he can get past the sticky note from me. So I'm just saying. Um, and, you know, another note about Shannon, because this is really what I, I thought about, because Shannon is a a singer and a, a performer, and she sings, oh, my gosh, she she brings tears to my eyes. And I try to sing with her. I, I don't know if you remember that in New Orleans, but we're not going to talk about that part because <laughs> we're not going to talk I cannot sing, Miss Tony. I just want to say that. I cannot, but that don't stop me from trying. That does not stop me from trying. Um, Queen LaVon, go ahead. Okay, I didn't know you were going to put me on the spot. I thought you were going to ask the question. (laughs) Okay, thank you. So my question, um, Miss Tony, was, in the process of, you know, selecting the artists, the performers that will be coming um, to participate in the festival, can you kind of take us through that process? Wow, that is good. That's another good question. We we start out with a um, a rubric, uh, and it's it's a scoring tool that we use, mm-hmm. and we, we, we encourage people to volunteer. People who have been in the festival, who have won awards, or university professors, again, we have a relationship with several of them. Anybody can volunteer um, if they have a certain level of, um, if they have a certain palette or a level of expertise with regard to um, knowing what a good script and recognizing what a good, good script is. It could be a theater uh, student or whatever. And um, I'll send out the, the, when the, when the submissions come in, submissions open on January 1st, and we review them until March 1st. And anything that scores a 90 or better, it used to be 80 or better, but since the since our you know beginning, we've gotten a whole lot more scripts. So, um, so we now we've raised the bar to 90 or better. Anything that scores 90 or better automatically comes to my desk, and I just spread everything out literally on the table, and I just try to put together uh, a good program uh, with a variety of of things. So so it's not the same thing. Um there are people who like urban um contemporary plays like Tyler Perry. There's some people like um uh traditional plays like August Wilson. So I'll put together a program what uh, I think is a nice mix of music and dance, gospel, inspirational solo plays, historical themes and try to put together something that everybody can enjoy so everybody can find something on the menu of options that they can say oh yeah that sounds like something good that i want to um that i want to uh see you know a little bit of comedy we always have some comedy we always we, always, we usually have some dance so it's it just depends on what what's provided and then um Anything that doesn't make the cut, um, if it's an 80 or above, or it doesn't make the cut from the, if we run out of spaces like this year, we had more 90 or betters than we had spaces. 
So that makes it even more difficult. But it's a daunting task because there's so much good work out there. We'll then offer those people um, a reading of their play. So a lot of people are really excited about the, the opportunity to read their play at the festival as well. So that's not a fully mounted play. That's a reading. And every every playwright knows that the play development is a process. So they're always wanting to get their script in front of people so they can get feedback and, and grow and develop and, um, as a writer as well as, as the work that they're presenting. So um, the audiences love that, the stage readings, because there is 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 like a cheap date you get in it's like seven dollars you go in you 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 experience a play, but you get to become a theater critic right there on the spot <laughs> and at the end of the at the end of the reading, you can ask the playwright questions so it's highly engaging and it's a lot of fun people laugh well, why did you have that person um do that. Why did they say that? You know, you get to get into the playwright's mind. So that's a lot of fun as well. So, but that's the process that we go through um, to get it. And every year, I have to say, every single year, it gets more and more difficult because uh, people really do bring their A game. I mean, they really do. And I, uh-huh. I, I'm glad. LaVon asked that last question, and you answered it. For everybody that has asked me, how do I get my play in? Y'all just heard Miss Tony, okay? <laughs> so y'all have. So basically, it's too late for this year. So yes, I want need everybody to understand that, because if I get one Mo, not more. One mo <laughs> inbox. I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave leave that leave that there. But I know um, <laughs> interject if I can can I just interject yeah, before you ahead. move to the next subject? And yes, I think ma'am. it's really important for people to recognize and know I don't know any other profession other than the entertainment business where people believe that natural talent means that they've got it. Um mm. It's, Hashtag that it's somebody. not that easy. You know, mechanics go to mechanic school, doctors go to meds, medical school, lawyers go to You really have, you don't know how many people come to me and say, I have this script and I'll read it or I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I, I don't read as many as I used to, but, um, and they think that it's the best thing since sliced bread. They, they may have even mounted the play and it's 20 stories in one play, and a play is three and a half hours long, and I don't know anybody who wants to sit through a three and a half hour long play. I really don't. But they really think that is really good. It's just like somebody who sings well in the shower, and they think they can sing, and they think they can. You've you got to respect the craft. So I don't want to, you know, discourage people, because there's a lot of people out here with raw talent. Definitely the next August Wilson is out there. They just didn't go to school to study it. I just encourage you to take a playwriting class. I mean, just start with that and then come to the festival and see, you know, see what you're up against because these people ain't no joke. The people that bring their stuff, they, I mean, they are. They, it's, and it's not that all of them have 
PhDs in theater. They don't. They just, you can just tell. They've been working on that script, and they've been working on it for, when I say months, they, I mean years. We've got a play, um, Jeanette Hill, I believe she's going to be on your show. She she Next told week. me about this play that she's bringing, and she's bringing her play called Clean Sheets. Jeanette yeah. told me about this play three years ago. Three years. Mm. She's been working on this play for three years, and she's not even mounting the play. She's submitting it as a reading. So just so people could get a perspective of what it takes to get a play mounted on stage. Because mom and them like it, because mom and them are going to like anything. But when you (laughs) want to take your um, play to the next level and you want to really, really, really have a good product, a good script, that's marketable. You you really got to know what you're doing, and 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 um and this is what we try to encourage people to. We open up and encourage people to get them to know that this is what you have to do. This process, this is all a process, and um you know come check out Creative Connections too, and 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 talk to some of the professors that are here, and and find out you know that you know. The, what your play needs in order to 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 get for it to be ready to, to for a reading, not even for a mounting for for a reading. Mm. Thank you, because I've taken notes. Because I thought I'm not going to say what I thought. We'll discuss that on another show. My thoughts <laughs> okay. and me thinking because I'm a naturally talented writer that I was going to be able to shake something. But I'm gonna move on to the next um, question. <laughs> but you know, even because Picasso took, took took art lessons. Even Picasso took art lessons. You know, Beethoven took music lessons. So, so I'm a I'm a I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. But but this would be my my bigger question. I know a lot of my friends and and network and and everybody else, including me, we're authors. But there is a difference between writing a book and writing a play. What would be your advice with someone that has a book that thinks, okay, um, I think this would be a really great play? You know, what what advice would you give someone like that, like me? Or, you know, plenty of other people I know that think, okay, I got this slam, bam, boom, shakalak book, it needs to be a play. What would be your advice? Um, quite honestly, I'm not a playwright. Um, mm. So, and I stay in my lane. I'm a marketing person. Um, I'm a producer. I do the business side of theater. Uh, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> To be honest with you, I really don't know. Uh, but I know people who can tell you. I definitely know okay. some folks who can tell you how to get your your book adapted to – I, I mean, I write poetry, but I do not write. I read plays. Um, I, I know how to recognize a script because over the years I've read so many, and I see the – from I, I've seen it from the, from the page to the stage, um, the transformation, but um, – Honestly, I can't give you any advice on that. I think it's um I think it's a great question because there's a lot of content that's needed, especially in the digital world, not only on live performances but in digital formats. 
um, people are looking for stories. Um, all of these platforms um, from online uh, websites to uh, cable networks, all of them are scrambling for good content. So for, a, for someone to be a writer, you definitely cannot um, – the opportunity, there's no better time than now to be a writer, I think. Uh, because people are looking for so much content. So I recommend you come talk to Professor Andre Minkins. He's a playwright, screenwriter, and um, and a professor at Winston-Salem um, uh, State College, and he's teaching the course called um, How to Recognize a Good Script. So, um, and that's during Creative con Connections. So I would recommend you come in and 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 pull on his coattail. It's very intimate. I'm gonna too. be his best friend. Like, um, yeah, yeah, and he's very accessible. It's, it's very intimate. That's the one thing is it's not a hearty experience. Everybody that comes is really down to earth, um, and you know you don't have no people with handlers. You might see somebody that you've seen, you know, on on television. Um, and they'll walk right by you, and 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 you know you it, it's 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 not pretentious, it's not Hollywood, it's really down. It's a really down experience. So I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited. Now I believe you guys are are looking for volunteers. I know I saw something about that. Is that still the case? You're looking for volunteers in in. Tell us a little bit about that, and then Queen Shannon yeah. has a question. Great, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give a quick answer. Um, we do look for volunteers. Uh, we ha go to a Facebook page or or email me at asktony at yahoo dot com. Ask like ask a question t o n i at yahoo, and I'll send you the link. Uh, but we have two hundred and fifty six uh, shifts to fill. That's around the clock, 256, and so far we've gotten 108 mm -hmm. people signed up. So we'll wow. we'll be able to almost co cover them if each one does two shifts. So we definitely need more volunteers because, you know, attrition, things happen, people don't come or they can't make it or they can't get a babysitter. So we, we are encouraging people to sign up. You get free tickets to shows if you, if you sign up. We have a very generous package. Uh, offer ticket offer for people who sh who who um, who sign up to volunteer. But you know, you just be nice. You just got to be nice. That's the only requirement. You can't be, you know, <laughs> crabby gabby. You know. <laughs> eat a lot of carbs before you uh, honey buns. Yeah. Yeah, All those things hungry, that make you know. everybody happy. <laughs> right. You know that's that's what we ask. Just have a pleasant disposition. And, and love to welcome people into your space, and um, you, you qualify. I love that. Queen Shannon. Yes. Yes. So I'm a little jealous because um, I want to come to Lindsay. I'm just going to say that. However, um, be on the lookout for the uh, handmade sandals for me. Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Tony, um and so this question um, is coming from a place where I've actually, um, like LaVon, I've also done some plays myself. Um, I worked with one company, and then, you know, I had a friend that was trying to get their, you know, their thing started. And um, figuring I knew the person from the other company, I kind of, you know, asked some questions to see if I could help get, you know, hey, can you come together with them, you know, go over some stuff. And it was almost like, 
well, it wasn't almost, it was like a lot of shade, um, not <laughs> wanting to help, not wanting to, yeah. you know, to help somebody else up. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I guess in, in, in every business you, you run into that, but, like, what's your take on, on that kind of behavior? Like, you know, how, do you have things set up where you actually, you know, um, assist people that may want to, um, you know, want to get started and, and share some a little bit of your knowledge with them? Yeah, again, um, I think the root of why we do what we do is, you know, I have I have I had a um, interviewer ask me a question. Do you ever collaborate? And my my response is, yeah, we forty plays collaborate in four days, and they put on a, a festival. Um, collaboration is is what we do. So the it's a spirit of collaboration. You may meet, and I, I think that's the beauty of the next. You got you've got the biggest game changers in theater coming to Atlanta in October. So you're talking about um, 30 some odd producers that are coming from all over the country, all over the world. We have somebody coming from Canada and Jamaica all over the world to produce theater. So you were networking with somebody that lives in Toronto and you're networking with somebody that lives in Arizona. Y'all can talk about what theater's like there it is a collaboration, and we trade secrets. It's just the tone that we set from the very day one and all the webinars and all of the um, people that have been involved in teaching classes. It is the most collaborative space that I've experienced um, in the arts because um, it's really what it's all about. It's, It's about everybody having the space to tell their stories. Uh, we talk about that. You know, I don't care if you've been in theater for 30 years and you've only, and the other person has only been in the theater for, for eight months. Uh, your time is up at 1:30, and you've got to clean that dressing room because the next person is coming. So that that's the spirit. It's the spirit of of no small, no big eyes and small U's. Is everybody made it? We all made it, and and when we all work together to market the festival, everybody comes and gets the benefit of that. So that's a collaboration. But so it spills over into the classroom and people who are coming and aspiring to have their play uh, next year, next year's festival. And that's the first thing I tell everybody who wants to be in the festival, come to the festival so you can see what you can, you can, you can look at the caliber of plays that are here so you can say to yourself am I ready first of all am I ready hmm. and then get to talk to some people who have who have made it and um and we have all kinds of of systems in place I call them systems they really parties in place to get you where you're in front of those folks so it's good for actors too um and I I've you know I see Facebook is a great is the is the, is where I see people are friends with folks that they've met at the festival uh, and lifelong friends and and people are collaborating and we I have a producer from New York that came down here he's a producer he didn't put a play in, he just came and he took one of the plays he's like look I love this play I want to produce it in my hometown so he took it to right. Brooklyn and the play was the guy was from Atlanta. He would have never he would have never made it to Atlanta. I mean, he would have never produced a play in New York. 
his play in New York. But, I mean, that has happened so many times. I cannot tell you but people have come here um, and said, ooh, I love this play. I want to bring it to – to me, I had a play in called Big Girls Got to Eat Too about and – and the guy came from Louisville, and he said, oh, I want to bring this play to Louisville. So, you know, the, that spring we packed up, we went to Louisville. So that happens a lot as well. So, yeah, that, that collaboration is definitely the formula for our success. It's the secret awesome. sauce. That's awesome. That ingredient your grandmother didn't tell you about, that's why your gumbo tastes different <laughs> for my people in Louisiana. <laughs> See, I'm the media. I'm the, I think I'm a natural comic. I really do. It just made sense. Everything I said just made sense. Have you ever had, had anyone see a play and say, I'm going to make that into a movie. Has that happened? Or, uh, you know, we had the opposite. Not that I know of. Not, not that I know. I mean, we've, we've actually put on over uh, 240 show, uh, pre, you know, plays in, in the past six years. So, um, but I d- did have a movie be presented as a play. And it's this guy named Akil Dupont. He is just phenomenal. He won 21 awards for his play called The Underground, his movie. He had a movie called The Underground. And he adapted it into a script, into a play, and took it to all the the theater companies all over the Atlanta region, the southeast region, and nobody wanted to touch it. And the reason they said they said to him, we're not going to touch it because you're in theater. So what they did was they imp- impressed upon him their um, idea of where where he – they put him in a box. He's just talented. He's oh, just yeah. off the chain talented. He won 21 awards, including a student Emmy for this movie. So he pitched it to us and presented it. So we said, okay, we're going to let you do a reading. And then somebody – and all of our readings are on on a wait list to get, get a stage. So – we we said okay let's just do a reading we put and then somebody dropped out so then I called him I said okay Akil you ready to do a a play he was oh I mean he was so excited so he mounted his play for the first time which was a movie on the festival I mean it was amazing the show was off the chain but I could tell he had like all these background people which you don't use with at festivals but there was some there was there was some pickups because he was a movie person he's used to you know somebody for you know all this you know the staff and stuff that yeah. comes with it and that you don't really need with with productions um and but 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 he manages people very well and that's the skill that he brought to the table because he can manage a large staff, and he pulled it off, and and then somebody was in the audience who then said to him, "Listen, this is a phenomenal piece of work. We're having an all male um, tribute at the Negro Ensemble Theater Company, one of the theater companies, the historic theater company in New York. We want you to come, and we want you to bring it as a reading, because it costs a lot of money to mount a play. And he went, and he was featured as one of the five brothers for the season 
to present his play at this historic theater in in, in New York City. So again, that that those are so many of those stories. I it just blows my mind that this, this is our history in just six short years. But yeah, so the opposite has happened to answer your original question. So we're waiting for we're waiting for it to happen. We're waiting for those the alumni to get get a big break. We we we, we know yeah. it's coming. We know it's coming. Yay, that that gives me hope for my uh, playwriting skills I will learn. Then I'm going to put it on. Then it's going to become a movie and then yeah, okay. a Netflix series. So, I <laughs> see, I got that, that yes. vision. I have laid it out. Um, Wait, and you, I and you forgot one, that you're going to have Oprah act in it. We're going to talk about my Oprah stuff, okay? Oprah, I'm waiting <laughs> on my Oprah call, Shannon. Leave me alone. Um, I have one, one quick. Uh, I have a question. Um, where can we get tickets? Where can we find out more? And what does the future look like for ABTF? I guess that's, that's three a questions. great. Another good, good question. You, you, you guys really did your homework. I appreciate that. Um, well, you can pick up your. Tickets online. The best way to do is go online. the The website is atlantabtf.org or .com. You said .com earlier. It's it's both of them. They'll point you in the right direction. Atlanta spelled out. B is in black. T is in theater. F is in festival. Or you can just Google Atlanta Black Theater Festival. It will come up. Um, and go to the website. And it's going to be overwhelming. I don't want people to get overwhelmed and just shut down. What we encourage you to do is take a look, skim over what's happening, uh, the events that are happening, and then just show up. Uh, If you see something that you really, really like, grab your tickets right there because some of the shows do sell out. Uh, But other than that, come and, and, and get yourself a couple of tickets, then show up. And I always say don't pick a play, don't pick a play, pick a day, and just spend the day. Um, just because you can use your smartphone to buy tickets and then just flat with like totally green and totally high tech. So you can buy your tickets right there um, while you're in line and then show it to the, um, the, the uh, usher and you go on right in. So it's that kind of thing. There's, is a, there's a play that goes up every hour. So um, the box office, we do have a box office for people who don't want to use their smartphone to purchase tickets. Uh, the box office closes, though, at 5 o'clock. So anything after 5, you have to use your phone. So just you just have to plan that. That's the only thing you really have to plan. But other than that, come and hang out. And then we give you a schedule. We say, okay, well, this is what's happening today. And then you can just look at the schedule and see, uh, you know, oh, that sounds good, or this looks good, or I'm going to hang out in the cafe till this starts, eat me some wings, have me a, you know, uh, a Heineken or whatever. (laughs) Or, yeah, the chicken and waffles. You know, Uh -uh. you can kind of do it that way, or I'm going to shop, or I'm going to talk to these people, ask them how that show was. It's that kind of thing. It's really like a family reunion. It really is. It's like a family reunion. Come early and stay it. late. That's my only advice. I'm gonna be there all, all uh, from beginning <laughs> to end and past. So, where do you see when you look to the the future of? Well, before I get to that question, I'm sorry because this came to me real quick. 
do you think if you would not have went through the things you went through, like the, the bankruptcy and the depression and those things, do you think that ABTF would have came to you? Oh, that's a good question. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I think that I had to be quiet. And, um, you know, God had, you know, I, the thing about me was, you know, I was my own idol. So, mm. you know, I was my own idol, and God had to just smash. I mean, I was in my world. I was all about me. And God had to smash those idols in order to get my attention. And I realize that now that I that I look back and reflect, um, which might sound a little contradictory, but, but, but you know, we all on this journey together. We, we, uh-huh. we yeah. conflicted, you know, we conflict. That's the beauty of theater. You know, you can go in there, you can say, yeah, I've been through that. Um, there's always a conflict and, but you work it out and, but yeah, I, I think God had to smash, had to smash some idols in my life and starting with me. And before I could even get to a point where I could see it ain't about me, it's all about him, the truth. And as far as the festival in the next five years, well, we want to get to year 10 and we want to have an anniversary. We might add some music. Um, we're in talks about um, we're in talks about doing um, a YouTube channel. Uh, so it's the 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 Port of Sanford is getting ready to open an amphitheater at the end of the year. So we might do some jazz under the stars. So it it just oh. depends on what what the vision what what how the vision takes place. I'm I'm in the I'm in the passenger seat. I'm just letting God yeah. just. Um, Unfold it, and I'm just I'm just riding. I'm just watching like everybody else. <laughs> I that that is true, that's true. And then the the you literally had to have the breakdown before the breakthrough. And I think a lot of people don't mm-hmm. realize that, and they get stuck in in that dark place. But there's always a light. But you got to get to that dark place where you alone. And by yourself, and and like you said, really kind of get smashed and and broken almost because we try to build yeah. ourselves up and we build ourselves up wrong. Yeah, Ooh, that's a hashtag, huh. Levon. Yeah, that's a hashtag. Yeah. That was my preacher, preacher's wife, yes, preacher woman is. moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Miss Tony, it has been great. Queens, do one of y'all have any last words for I say my piece? Um, I just want to say that I absolutely love your story, and truth be told, you have inspired me all over again. Um, and and that's, yeah. that's the truth. Um, Valencia, don't know this, and she'll probably get on me later, but I'm, I, I keep moving, but honestly, like the past couple of days, I haven't really felt much like it. I just really could care less. Um, but hearing your story and what it what it's done for me has made me understand I need to get back into my secret place and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your story has truly, truly kind of kicked me in the butt back again and said, "Okay, this is where this is why you're feeling like this. This is why you're you're mm-hmm. you're in the mood you're in." So mm-hmm. I I appreciate you. Your story is awesome, um, and I'm absolutely going to be looking up. Um, the Atlanta Black Theater Festival and try to find a way for me to get there. So mm-hmm. I will definitely be, be looking that up. Wow, I appreciate that. 
I appreciate that. Queen LaVon? I just have to say I have, like, loved this. I'm like, Shannon, I'm like, wow, I might, I need to, you know, amp up my writing skills. You know, I'm, I need to take a <laughs> class. But I'm just thinking the gifts that's, you know, going to be there, that I want to be a part of it, I want to witness uh-huh. it, I want to, you know, just be in the midst of it all and just feel it, you know, not even just see everything, but just to feel it, that true spirit of collaboration, you know, the spirit of the art. So I am super excited, um, and I'm going to do my best to continue to promote and encourage. Um, I like to have a list of people that I know. I'm like, you need to go take this class. You need to go. So I'm excited. <laughs> continue the work, continue the work, and hope to see you soon. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. We can make it a girl's trip. I'm and I'm gonna leave that Yay. there. Uh, we're we gonna talk offline. We're gonna talk yes. offline, ladies. But I'm gonna be there. Now I'm gonna make me drag y'all. I'm gonna leave that there, Miss Tony. Um, yes, just wow. There, wow and and wow. I love you know you. You just you're just awesome. That's what I could say. I'm oh, tied on had two cups of coffee today. Um <laughs> what would you like to leave the audience with before we close out tonight's show? No matter the medium, no matter the time, day, place, method, we must tell our stories. Stories make oh. us human, it makes us connect, it builds community. We must tell our stories. And that's a hashtag amen. amen. Thank you so amen. much, Miss Tony, for being on Kings and Queens. Do not forget, go to Atlanta. Be like black. T is in theater. F is in festival. AtlantaBTF.org. Or if you go to .com, it'll get you there. Also, Get your tickets. I'm going to be there. I'm going to try to drag my queens there because we all, we need some queen time. We need to just feel the whole experience that Atlanta brings that the festival has. I'm excited. Class will definitely be in session for me there. Um, All the information will definitely be posted on Define You Radio's Facebook page that you should be part of anyway. You could also inbox me and the queens. If you have any further questions that we didn't answer here, you can connect with Miss Tony at asktony, T-O-N-I, at yahoo.com. And you guys know you could always inbox us. So with that being said, pens and papers down. Class is officially over. Y'all have a great night. And until next time, remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition. And it's up to you what you do with that. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect with the show on Define You Radio's Facebook page or visit ValenciaGWallace.com. Until next time, remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and what you do with that is up to you.